Hey everyone, Adam here with Trinity Life and we have a special guest today. This is my friend James. Good to see you, man. Thanks for having me, Adam. Yeah, so a lot going on today. We are launching off the new year, 2023. And as is traditional for us, we go through our DNA where we talk about kingdom disciples who go out into society to see the church arise. And this week we'll be focusing on kingdom, kingdom dynamics, as we've seen in the John 15 passage that was just read over you guys by the people in your groups. And uh, we're really gonna be unpacking this idea that we are built for friendship. This is our whole series, our whole vision series, four weeks on this passage and this one main idea that this is something that we were built for, we were made for, and that changes everything that we are and do. And hopefully that propels us into this new year um, and, uh, and helps carry us and transition us through everything that we've been through in the past few years. And it's been a hard past few years. And so really excited to have you here. Let me just kind of say a little bit about who you are yeah. and why you're here. Um, and so first off, I guess the story really starts with you being uh, Emily, my wife's youth pastor, and really thankful for the deposits you made into her life back then. Um, and then you got married and you had some kids uh, up here in the Muskoka region. And, uh, <clears throat> and those kids are grown up now and you started your own business and that became fairly successful. You sit on the board of directors at a Christian school and that's helped transform that from what I understand. And, um, but most importantly, all, all that stuff's really cool. But most importantly, I really value you and, uh, and what you've brought into my life in terms of just like just those times where we sit at your parents' house next to a fire on the beach or here on your couch in your living room. And we just talk about the kingdom and how like, you know, when we, when we have those chats, I just feel like like my heart, the longing in my heart for the kingdom of God just grows when I'm around you. And hopefully that's mutual. And uh, we hope that some of that uh, dynamic spills out onto you guys today. And so thanks for being available. Thanks for doing that for our community. And uh, there's no script for the next four weeks other than our John 15 passage, a few questions, and just some trusted friends to, uh, to chat with. So there you go. Excited? Yeah, you, you are, you're already stirring things up in me. And I think that's the point of yeah. friendship. Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, let's just start super general. Um, let's talk about kingdom. Uh, you know, you can reference this passage if, if you want here. And uh, when, it, when it comes to relationship with God or thinking through the kingdom and the dynamics of the kingdom, how does that change how you live, work and play and just kind of go throughout everyday life? Oh, that's a big question. Um... I guess I can give you a big answer. Yeah, man. Um, you mentioned the kingdom. Well, the kingdom is so much bigger uh, than than church. Mm -hmm. um, somebody once told me that um, the kingdom is like space and all the stars and churches, the brightest one mm. to the Father. Um, Kingdom, if kingdom's bigger than church, then services or meetings or gatherings, if kingdom's bigger than that, then it's, I'm part of something that uh, is purposeful every single day. Mm. Um, 
as a represent re representative of the king's dominion on the earth. Therefore, in my work, in my play, in my relationships, there is a possibility for purpose. So I think we can have an exploratory view on our own lives as we navigate whatever it is that we're doing. Mm. I love that, man. I love the, I love the open-handedness of that. Like the word they used explore, um, is really great. Uh, especially for getting that universal understanding of kingdom, right. And kind of helping us, uh, be open eyed, open handed, and just like free to look around and experience it and yeah. discover it rather than yeah. just like, like I think so often in the church and when we think of what relationship with God is supposed to be like, we can get so focused on religious activity mm -hmm. and just that one word explore and the imagery of that cosmic the bigness of it, the grandness of it, um, is really going to help us. And so thank you for that. Yeah. 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 That's cool, man. Yeah. So, um, let's talk about maybe just your relationship with God. I, I, the reason you're here is cause I, I love you. I know you have, um, a relationship with Jesus and that's probably gone through some downs and some ups. And, yep. uh, and so talk about that. Like, what's that like? Um, as you navigate life, as you do the exploring, you know, what's it like to have, uh, to have a relationship with God? Cause our community in particular, we're increasingly becoming, uh, more and more non and new Christians. Like this is new for a lot of people. Yeah. So help show us what that's like. Well, I'm honored to be thought of as somebody that, you know, knows Jesus really well to be able to give what I have on that. <laughs> However, is they're trying to be humble here. Probably just like everyone else. Yeah. There are ups and downs. Yeah. And we are talking about having a relationship with you know the majority of the time an invisible mm -hmm. creator of everything. Yeah. And yeah, that's definitely going to have some ups and downs and and there's um and there's there's definitely yeah it's definitely a journey but we have an instruction manual um you know and specifically we have jesus and everything that he says to lead us down that road now mm. for me my relationship with god um Number one, I know that he loves me. Mm. So that right there, keep going on that in a second. That right there is like you started with, and we should always start with identity. He loves me. Come on, man. I, I remember sort of learning this. So I say sort of because I'm. the more I'm with Jesus and the Father, the more... Aware I seem to be of how far away from him I actually am. <laughs> but I like that because I think that's part of being aware 
of him and his presence and how he's pruning, mm-hmm. as you probably will talk about in John 15, and shaping, and we've heard, uh, you know, he's the potter, we're the clay. But, you know, being aware of, of him is, is really good. But number one, he loves me. And I, I was about to tell you that I learned, um, I said this to somebody the other week, I, I'm becoming massively aware not only of his presence, but also of my shortcomings. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm aware of my shortcomings, I'm also aware that he sees them and still loves me. Come on. Not more or less. Um, which is, I think, some of the, the biggest hurdle f- for us Christians is to concentrate on our shortcomings, but all that ever does is keep us further from having a relationship with, with Jesus. Mm. So you're talking about John chapter 15. Come on, man. And it starts with, I am the true vine. My father is the vine dresser. He's about to tell us something about what he wants to do in our lives. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. So now he's talking about we're going to be doing something. There's got to be something we're going to produce. Mm -hmm. And immediately our minds go to our shortcomings and say, I'm not... I'm not good enough. Mm. So what does he say? He knows we're gonna we're gonna go there. So he says, right away, you're already clean. Mm. You're already clean. Come on. Because of the word which I spoke to you. Yeah. That's it. We're clean. That's beautiful. And that's like, if that that'll change everything about uh one, just your your own perception of yourself, but also your relationships with people around you. Like if you walk around in relationships totally insecure, like you're dirty, you're not good enough, you're not enough. Like I cannot in the way that I am now be sufficient in this, whatever it is you're doing, like that'll just wreck you. And so what a great starting place. Yeah, because it used to be, there's no way I can go to heaven when I'm, I'm sinning all the time. Okay, Jesus died on the cross for my sins and he's forgiven me. So now I believe I can go to heaven. Right. But kingdom impact? Mm. Oh no, that's for this, that's for uh, more cleaner people. Right. Yeah, the, minute, the, <laughs> the people who are paid, who went yeah. to seminary and they'll do that work because they're very clean. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited that the father loves me so much that even in my shortcomings, I'm, asked and commanded to do things for the kingdom Mm. yeah yeah and i wonder if a plant like plants don't have personhood but like (laughs) do they feel like they're doing something or is that just they're just following they're just living out their identity correct and fruit just like comes off in the way that right and you have this vine dresser who's like taking care they're like an artist they're dressing it they're pruning it ah like We'll get more fruit if we do this. Like there'll be more of who they were always meant to be if we just take this off. Right. There'll be more of who they're always meant to be if we just shorten that down a little bit, you know? Yeah. And it's, so it's less about the task and about 
absorbing the sunlight, mm. mm-hmm. being, right. uh, chill out a little bit, <laughs> have some fun, right. have some friends, right. and, uh, and, and maybe explore a mm. bit, see where God wants to take us. Yeah. So that's great. So, uh, can you remember a season in your life where you're like, Oh my gosh, or maybe you have, you look back at with hindsight, you're like, Hmm, I was being pruned. It was painful in the moment, but now I see how it's bearing fruit. How many? How many? Examples to <laughs> Give it, pick your best one, you know? Practical stuff. Um, hey, listen, anytime that we are going through times where we are disgruntled, mm. I think is a good word. Maybe it's in our marriage, you know, maybe it's, uh, you know, patterns of our own character that we are not, we're refusing to change. Mm. Those are usually brought up by our spouses. Um, the people closest to us. They're good. Yeah. Spouses are good Jesus helpers for pruning, <laughs> or, you know? So there's that. Yeah. But nobody wants to hear about that. <laughs> but expect the, it. They want the, glorif- the glorified stuff. Listen, relationships yeah. prune us. Yeah. The, there are seasons where, yeah, we have circumstances that God allows to shape us, whether it's a financial disaster or a betrayal or, uh, or accusations or, um, you know, uh, where your reputation's being attacked. Um, Hey, betrayal is a big one. I don't know. You know, there are a lot of, a lot of Christians. And I think when they pass a number of tests, and they haven't seen betrayal, they're probably going to get it. Mm. Um, I know my my spiritual father's received it. Um, I've received it. Mm. Um, but hey, um, those things are expected to happen, and they they shape us. They they give us. We're first confronted with choices, you know, and we have to let the emotions take their place. We can let, we can feel bad. We can, we can be angry. We can be normal, you know, humans. You mm-hmm. don't have to be a super Christian, but so I guess what I'm saying is that's it's sort of an everyday thing, and I, I don't know if this is a healthy expectation, but I believe that God wants us to be totally wealthy, totally healed, totally. Um, uh, rich in relationships, you know, prosper, all that stuff. But I also know that I don't get shaped unless there is uh, trouble. Mm. And God disciplines those he loves. So mm. it will come. If things, it's not depressing. It's if, if things will only be good for so long until there's going to be a, a challenge. And yeah. hey, we all know that our kids grow, uh, you know, in school if they're challenged and they right. have, we, we try to teach them how to handle 
challenge to grow and yeah we're we're definitely not exempt of that from our father that's right and that challenge often feels like being an explorer who's being maybe a reluctant explorer being pushed out into unknown territory that's true yeah you don't know you've never been there before that's true you know and uh and but that will produce bearing more fruit if we abide right yeah 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 sweet well hey um talk let's talk more about uh the the kind of end of this passage here talk about um our relationships pruning us uh potential betrayal in our life but jesus sets a new precedent here he says greater love has no one than this that someone lay down his life for his friends what what does that passage bring to mind for you um so that one's a tough one for me, and I don't quite understand it, mm. uh, to be perfectly honest. Um, so there's a, there's a bunch of questions, you know, a b- bunch of verses in chapter 15, yeah. 1 to 17, and a bunch of them I like to think I understand. There's a couple of them I, I don't quite have a grasp on. Right. That would be one of them. Um. I'm not insecure about that. It usually means that there's a present that the Lord has for me down the road about it. Mm. And he's maybe hiding it from me now. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would die for anybody. And I'm not quite positive that the expectation, you know, because we've heard that verse for for a long time. And I'm not quite sure that the, that Jesus has an expectation that I'm supposed to die for somebody else. Mm. Like practically. Right. I think that that might happen to some people. I'm not sure if it's going to happen to me. It's probably not something you seek out, right? Like, how can I how can I get nailed to a cross today? Anyone anyone got a cross? Like, you know, uh, <laughs> depending on how you know different personalities' brain works, yeah. we read those certain parts of the Bible and we go, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to do that. Right, right. Uh, but, but he's about to do that. He is about, he, yeah. yeah, for me, he is about that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm choosing to read that right now as there is nobody that can love as good as Jesus. Or we won't be able to love as good as Jesus unless we abide in him. Because mm. I, I understand the context is of this is the the abiding in Jesus. And that might be the reason why I don't understand the, uh, <laughs> the how do you lay your life down? Mm. I think, yeah, my mind just goes to, I see a friend getting, standing on the railroad tracks and trains coming. Right, and you're- <laughs> Am I going to, and then get smashed, you know? <laughs> It's just, yeah, no, that's very real. And we're going to have people who are looking at that saying, and that's what comes to mind, right? Um, you'll probably, it, you know, it's bringing, as you're talking about it, it's bringing me to the garden, you know, where Jesus really likes, he's sweating blood over this thing. And he's like, you know, God, like, you know, take this from me even, you know, he's got like, he's like, is there any other way, you know? And maybe dying to ourselves is being willing to just hear and obey and have that pattern be our life, right? Yeah. And it's not out of this, like, 
this servant nature where it's like just a master and just a servant, right? But it's like, hey, out of the value and love of this dynamic that we have, I'm going to live my life listening for the Father speaking and being totally willing to do whatever that is, you know? Yeah, I, I still think he, Jesus is touting himself on this one. Because he says, this is my commandment that you love one another just as I have loved you. These things I've spoken to you so that your joy may be, my joy may be in you, that your joy may be made full. Mm -hmm. Then he says, greater love has no one in this than the one that lays down his life for his friends. You are my friends. He's saying, I'm the guy. Mm -hmm. I'm the guy. If anybody's gonna talk about love, it's this guy. Because I'm the one laying my life down for my friends. Yeah. So the ones to who me, we've walked around this whole yeah. place, this whole region. <laughs> yeah. We've gotten food out of little boy's lunch for thousands. We we paid our taxes out of the yeah. mouth of a fish. We together. We healed some people together. You know, we had nowhere to lay our head together. We had all this stuff. Yeah. Sorry, continue on. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's pulling the reader and his disciples to him. Mm -hmm. Remember, he's the tree. We're the branches. Mm -hmm. to, to me, I read that, and he's just laying it down. I am the number one lover. Mm. I hold the definition of love. No greater love than this. Laying down life for his friends, and guess what? You're my friends. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing this for you. I am the vine. You're the branch. Come to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. <clears throat> um, and so then, uh, and so then, the, the, the ending, and you were talking about this before, just before we got on camera. Talk about the so that that you kind of were wrestling around with. Right. Like you, uh, I read the last one. It says, this I command you, chapter seven or verse 17, so that you love one another. So the word so that stuck out um, like a sore thumb to me because it almost, it, it says, I've told you all this in verse one to 16. Do what I command you in one to 16 so that you will love one another. I love that. Because I've been told since I was a small boy that you need to love somebody. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I've always been equipped with the tools on how. Yeah. And I think for a lot of us too, the understanding of what, what, it is, what love is. And for a lot of us, like you're asking how, so you're already a step ahead in my opinion. Some people well, I'm not like, going there yet. Sure. Okay. So keep going and then I'll throw in my two cents after. I just, all yeah. I know is that when it says, this is what I'm commanding you yeah. so that, which really means the why and the how mm -hmm. to love one another. He just, I can read one to 16 again. And if I do those things, I will be given the power to love one another because I've been doing what it says in one to 16. Mm -hmm. 
you know, in different versions, it, it says it misses the so that it says um, um, this I command you that you love one another. Right. It's like it seems a little more ethereal, right? It doesn't seem as concrete. Yeah. It's like this is the direct outcome of this. Yeah. Right. If we abide in the vine, yes. if we lay our life down. Like it produces, right. it creates this arena where love can like yeah. abound, you know, and this is love. Yeah, it takes this, this whole ch chapter takes the striving out of it. Mm. I mean, words like command, I command you to love one another. When it says this, I command you to love one another, I'm like, okay, I will love somebody. I will love, I will love you. Yeah. Like a robot. I am corporal love. Yeah. <laughs> corporal love. Reporting for duty. Yeah. <laughs> Reporting for duty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but if I abide in Jesus, yeah. the fruit will be love. Mm. I used to hate that guy. But I've been abiding with Jesus and now I see him. Yeah. I see him the way the Lord sees him. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, hey, let's let's kind of use this now. We've, you know, there's this is just a launch pad, guys. Like this is the starting point. There's no way we can cover everything, you know? Like we spend hours talking and we just barely scratch the surface sometimes. And so that's all this is for you guys too, is just a starting place. And so let's let this Let's let this carry out and carry forward into our community where we, where we you know, recover from what, we, what really the whole world has been through, going through the last three years, yep. you know? Um, and then our community in particular, we've gone through our own set of challenges uh, the last while as well. And so let's just have this be a starting place to recenter on the kingdom dynamics that, are, that should be present in our relationships um, and let's start with our relationship with the Father, understanding the kingdom. So we go out firm in our identity, and that's where we started with, right? We're firm in our identity. That carries us into this place. And, uh, and so now, guys, we're, you, know, you guys are going to chat. You're going to do stuff in your R3s. Um, thank you for depositing a little seed into our community today and give us, giving us a, a new place to start this year, 2023. Um, and, uh, and so... As my last request of you in this session, um, would you pray for would you pray for our people, pray for our church, and uh, and that would be just a great honor. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, Father, uh, we thank you so much for being a good father to us. Thank you for giving us your Son Jesus um, that we can we can be friends with. Thank you for nurturing us, caring for us, always loving us. Uh, being such a good father to us. Thank you for seeing our lives open and plainly. Thank you for disciplining us and moving us forward. Thank you that your heart beats uh, to see us grow and reflect you and your kingdom. Thank you for Adam and Emily and their family. Father, bless them. Bless the body of believers watching this and, and all the relationships and have your way, mm. in Jesus' name, mm. amen. Amen.